Hey, it's Brendan dropping in here on something special. I think the most important thing you can do in your life is to train yourself for real personal growth and success. What does that mean anyway? Well, you have to train your mindset and train your discipline so you can follow real habits of success so that you can break through, so you can win the day more often, so you can crush through all those fears and actually unlock your real potential for abundance and happiness and power and joy. But how? Well, like all learning and all breakthroughs, you have to choose first to learn, to learn from the best, to invest in yourself, to do the work, to do the daily work. You have to train with the best, and that's why we created Growth Day's Mastery Program. Listen, we're going to train you to make self-improvement a real way of life, to unlock your positive attitude and attributes at a whole new level, to get you way more productive and influential, to show you the life and career strategies that make you unstoppable and really work. But how do we do that? Well, Every single week, we bring you a new $50,000 or $100,000 keynote speaker, multimillionaire, or world's foremost expert to switch your brain into high-performance mode, to teach you what really works in wellness, in health, in mindset, in productivity. People who really help you unblock and move ahead with really practical strategies for changing your life, your relationships, your health, your career, your mission, your purpose. Every month, we unlock a new course that would have cost you thousands of dollars to buy from other teachers on brain health or positive psychology or confidence. Every year, we give you free tickets to an unbelievable motivational and transformational seminar. Every day, I give you an advanced life coaching audio to keep your mind sharp energized, focused, motivated, confident, ready to serve and to lead and to win and build your greatest future at the levels you dream of. And I promise you, you are capable of. Every day can truly be a growth day for you, but it takes mastery in life. And that's why we have our new program, Mastery Level in Growth Day. You can go to yearofmastery.com and it will direct you to our best program in Growth Day. This is for those who really want the advanced level, who really want a breakthrough, who are tired of, hey, listen, podcasts are great, but training is another level. Go to yearofmastery.com. You deserve to join the world's number one membership for advanced personal growth and success right now. This is a membership of the real people doing the real work who have a positive mindset, a growth mindset, a willingness to be a role model, to be a leader, to serve, who desperately and deeply and joyfully love personal development, to challenge themselves, to push themselves, to achieve great things in life. Go to yearofmastery.com. Let's go. Yearofmastery.com. It's Brendan Burchard, and welcome to a best of edition of The Brendan Show.
These best of episodes feature training that I have done live, sometimes online to tens of thousands of people, or live on stage where I was speaking on some stages across the world. Or these might be some of my monthly training programs and highlights of those that I do every single month with our monthly students. So I know you're going to really enjoy these because these are a little bit more of a, a deep dive look at some of my training as a personal and professional development trainer. You know, I focus so much on helping you find that deeper level of motivation and start practicing some of those high performance habits. Well, you hear me talk about many of those concepts in these special episodes here. These are my best of trainings only and exclusively right here on The Brendan Show. So I hope you enjoyed them. Please know that as you hear me speak in many of these, you'll hear me reference something because sometimes I'll have been training live or on video or on stage or through a broadcast. So you might not be able to see something I'm suggesting or motioning to or maybe even drawing out on a, on a flip chart or motioning towards on a presentation, but you'll get the gist of it. So make sure you bust out your journal, take some good notes here because this is really valuable insights on the mindset or the strategy that you need to adopt in order to improve your life. And if you want to go and get more content like this, but much more deeper and have more of an inner interactive relationship with me in this type of training, make sure you join our high performance monthly training program. That's our monthly subscription program where I go live with you and our uh, high performance students every single month. And I train on a new topic or a new piece of research that we've created from the High Performance Institute. And I train on that. And then I do Q&A and actual live coaching and interactive coaching with people every single month. That's called High Performance Monthly. And you can access it at brendan.com forward slash monthly. That's brendan.com forward slash monthly, B-R-E-N-D-O-N.com forward slash monthly to get deeper dive training similar to this. So if you like this, you would love that training program. But without further ado, let's jump in right now to one of the Brendan Show's best of trainings. What are the secrets of the world's most successful, high-achieving, influential, happy, fulfilled, awesome human beings? What can we learn from how they think, how they behave, how they interact with other people, and how they stand out to build the life of their dreams? So let me jump right into where I think the basis of the problem is for people who are dealing with sort of a sustained fear that is preventing them from starting their own business or going to the next level and, and seeking a promotion in their company or approaching the person they love or confronting the person who's been challenging them or hurting them or finally starting that hobby or that goal or that dream that they've always wanted to do but something was pulling them back and, and they weren't sure exactly what that was. We're gonna talk about that today. I think the number one challenge that people have in overcoming their fear is right here. It's not that they're not, you know, smart, capable, incredible people. It's that in their lifetime, they've never really had the opportunity or had someone tell them or coach them or mentor them on this very important idea in gaining greater confidence, greater sense of self, higher self-esteem in life. And it's something most people never do because they're on this treadmill of, of the next achievement. They're on this treadmill of, of just dealing with the stress, trying to get, make it through the day and they never take the time to do this. And this is to integrate their success. 
what ends up happening is we, as we go throughout life and as we achieve one thing to another, to another, another, as soon as we hit one sort of plateau, we're already looking to that next mountaintop to climb, right? We're, we're already like, wow, we climbed up, we did great, let's go to the next one, and we're always ushering forward. And very few people take time to sit down and contemplate what they've just done in achieving something. See, I would venture to say, and I would bet, if you and I sat down, there's a lot of things in your life that you have achieved, or there's a lot of things that you've broken through on, or a lot of things that you've accomplished or become, that you never really gave yourself full credit for. I mean, what you never did, you never integrated that success into your identity as a human being, right? You might have felt good, like a, a short term. Maybe you even went out and you had some beers or some champagne or you went out with some friends to celebrate. Maybe you took a little vacation to give yourself a, a pat on the back, but then you were right back at it and you didn't allow that success to actually enter into your identity. So here's what we have. We have very high achieving people all around the world with low self-esteems. What's up with that? They never quite make it in the top 2%, right? They're successful. They might be in the top 10%. But remember, the definition of top 2%, as we've been talking about, is successful, influential, and fulfilled, right? There's a well-being component to what we've been talking about in the top 2%. It also includes the world's healthiest people and happiest people. And when we get into this top 2%, here's what we see over and over and over again. They have a strong sense about themselves. They're, they're good with themselves, if you will. They have a real authentic confidence, and that confidence doesn't come from one day they woke up and just said, I'm gonna be confident. It's because they've done a little bit of work on themselves of thinking about their past and what they've overcome. They know their stories of struggle, and they've said, you know what, good for me. You know, I had these challenges, and I went out and I learned the best I could. I got some mentors. Um, gosh, I struggled, man. I, you know, I, I slept on couches or I went bankrupt or, or, you know, I just spent four or five years really busting my ass and then one day I made it. And they honor themselves for that work. See, a lot of people, they never feel enough, even as they climb the corporate ladder, even as they reach that next six figures of income, even as they become more and more well-known and famous. If you're just, you never sensed a high enough self-esteem or, or you feel like you don't have enough confidence in your life, it's not because you need to go out and do more things. I'm sorry to be the person to tell you that. If, if that's what you think it is, it's like, well, Brendan, I'll, I'll feel better about myself when I make my next million or I buy the new house or I'll feel better when she says yes or he says yes or that thing goes through. You're fooling yourself because I bet you've already been through things before that you didn't integrate your success. You're just gonna get more successes but if you don't take the time to really integrate them into your identity as a human being, and the only way to do that is through contemplative journaling, then we're just gonna be back on the treadmill again. I know that maybe sometimes amidst all the craziness in the next day, you forgot to sit down at night and say, man, did good today, you know? We all need to give ourselves a little bit more of a pat on the back as we're going, not out of ego, not out of, you know, not, not, this is not about integrating false success. This is about integrating genuine successes, the, the wins, even if they're small wins. And you know this too, if you're somebody who's led other people, you know how vital it is that you stop amidst the project management, amidst that next project you're gonna roll out. You stop the team and say, hey guys, look at what we did here. You know what, we should, you know what? We should really celebrate. You guys are doing important work. You know, as a team, you're making a difference. 
As a team, you pulled through. I'm proud of you. See, leaders are often very good at saying, I'm proud of you to their team, and they forget to do it to themselves. And it's no wonder we have so many leaders who burn out, who never achieve the level of success they could have achieved because they just didn't believe it in themselves yet. So I hope that you'll take this to heart. I hope you pause the program at some point. Write down all those things you've overcome, all those things you've achieved, all those things that you've learned, all the reasons you're a better person today than you were a year, five years ago, a decade ago, several decades ago. You're a better person today. I honor you for that. Why not honor yourself for that? The second idea I want to share with you today is that people often, it's so funny, the, the only thing is, you know, as we've heard, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself, and that's what people really do, right? They genuinely have fear about fear. I'm scared to be scared. I'm like, what? But they often don't understand the actual mechanics of what fear is at a mental level and a spiritual level outside of the physical impulse of fear. And here's what I mean by that. Look, just so you know, most fear that you think you feel is not fear. And it's hard to tell somebody that, but from a psychological perspective, if you actually look at our evolution as human beings, most of what is real fear, authentic, genuine fear, those are the physical impulses that come up that are all about self-preservation and safety, right? That's when the lion is chasing us, we're supposed to feel that high level of anxiety. That cortisol is supposed to shoot in, that unbelievable amount of adrenaline is supposed to pump through our body, and we're supposed to run like hell, right? That's what real fear is. It's a physical impulse for self-preservation and safety, right? Most of what we actually think we experience as fear today, guess what? We're the ones, humans, we're the ones, unique of all the species, who bastardized that physical impulse and made it about the ego. We took it from something that's self-preservation and safety for the physical body, and we're the ones who applied that fear to worry about our identity and our ego in the social space, right? Most fear that we actually have is not fear, and I know it's controversial when I say this, but if you actually think about it, and as I've worked with clients over and over and over again, where you're able to decode their fear really fast and realize that's not really fear they're dealing with. Most fear is most often three kinds of worry. And there's a vast difference between real fear and worry. And most fear is just contemplative worry. It's a negative recurring cycle of worrying something so that we spin ourselves into over outright high anxiety that we might associate and feel that is fear. Does that make sense? But there's a big difference between that mental thing going on and this physical thing going on. Travis, I just ran in one place, that's pretty funny. Okay, so it really does happen, right? It really does happen that it's just worry. So what do I mean, three kinds of worry? Most fear comes down to three kinds of worry. And it's, a, it's a, if you will, if you wanna call it fear, that's fine, but it's fear of specific kinds of pain we worry we're gonna experience three kinds of pain. And that's what the real issue is mentally. Once we discover these three kinds of worry or three kinds of pain that we're so scared of, boom, we can turn that sucker around and reorient our mindset to be more healthy and productive. 
The first kind of worry that we have that makes us feel fearful or high anxiety or highly stressed about something is what we call a fear or concern or worry about loss pain. If I take this new action or I do this new thing, I will lose something that is important to me, right? If I, if I quit my job, well then I'm gonna lose my connection with my, with my coworkers who I really love. If I quit smoking, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose that smoking break that I love that gives me peace and sanity throughout the day. If I quit eating these terrible things that are, that, that are my comfort foods, then I'm gonna feel a high level of anxiety. I, I'm not gonna feel satisfied. I'm not gonna feel happy with my diet. I'm not gonna, I'm gonna lose the foods I love. I don't wanna lose the foods. Go on a diet? I don't wanna lose the foods I love. Have you had the chocolate cake? Right? It's like we, we, we totally freak out that we're gonna lose something. The way to change that is to analyze, will we really lose something for real? And what is there that we will gain? Because there's a flip side to that, right? You're right, you might lose something, but what would you gain by changing that thing? You have to flip it in your mind. I'm not saying avoid, that maybe you will lose something, but is that loss a greater effect in your life than the gain? I think that what most people do, just like they focus too much on their failures and they don't integrate success, they also focus too much on what they might lose versus what they might gain. The second kind of worry that we often have is what I call process pain. Process pain is to make any change in our life, we often have to go through the struggle and the challenge of new learning or new ways of behaving. It's just the process of change is difficult, right? It might bring hardship or uncertainty or things we don't like. And that process pain is like, oh my gosh, if I'm gonna quit my job, I gotta create a resume. I gotta go online and find something else to do. I gotta actually look at my life and figure out what am I really about? What do I wanna do with myself? I have to accept the fact that maybe I've been doing something that wasn't right for me, that will make me feel uncomfortable, right? Oh gosh, the process of Quitting smoking, that's gonna be so horrible. I'm gonna get the shakes, I'm gonna sweat, I'm gonna smell, I'm probably gonna eat 50 pounds of meat every day to overcompensate. I'm gonna start sucking on weird things throughout the day. People might think I'm weird. <laughs> you know, it's like we go through all this process pain. We also think, oh gosh, go on a diet. I'm gonna have to stop at the grocery store more often. I'm gonna have to learn to cook new foods. We talk about all these things, the struggle it's gonna be to change. That's called process worry, process pain. Well, what could you do to enjoy the process of change? See, we're flipping on its head again. I mean, what could you do to enjoy it? Well, gosh, if you're gonna quit your job, you know, to go do something else, enjoy that process of finding what's right for you. Enjoy the process of interviewing other people and asking, how did you figure out what you're gonna do with your life? If you're gonna quit smoking, how can you do it in a way that you enjoy that process? Right? How can you do it with some other people who might cheer you on? How can you do it in a way that the kids are involved? How can you do it in a way in which you just feel good about what you're doing because maybe you're supplementing with activity and moving your body again? What about diet, exercise? Well, that's easy too. It's like, you're right, I'm gonna have to learn to cook some new foods. Maybe I'll learn to cook some new foods with my spouse. Maybe we'll get healthy together. Maybe that process, I can make it easier on myself and have some things delivered to the house. Maybe you know I can get somebody else involved. Maybe I can take some cooking classes. Maybe Right? You can do all these things to make it better. So if you're gonna do a change, think about, yes, what are the hardships that that change might bring? I don't wanna not be at least factual, but let's also ask, how could we enjoy this? Then fear 
becomes something that you realize is just a contemplative columning of ideas. Like usually if we have fear, we're just focusing on all the negative and we didn't focus on the positive. What about the last kind of pain? Well, that last kind of worry, that thing we think we fear or have high anxiety or stress about, is what I call outcome pain. Outcome pain is, well, maybe, maybe, we finally achieve that thing, right? We break through and we, as we're thinking about, well, maybe we'll all make it, maybe I'll make it happen, maybe I'll get the outcome I want. But what if it's not as good as it was over here? What if it's not greener on the other side of the fence? What if I go through all this struggle to find a new job and that new job isn't as good as this job? What if I go through all that struggle to quit smoking and only pick up some other bad habit? Or what if I go through all this challenge of learning to cook new things and starting this exercise routine, but I don't lose the weight? So we start fearing what's gonna happen on that other side of all that struggle and hardship, even if we get it, right? What if I lose all that weight, but my spouse is still fat and I'm not attracted to them anymore and I gotta do something with that? That's real, right? We all have those concerns. Like you have to think about, well, what do I? But you have to say, okay, yes, there could be some outcome pain, but again, where could there be some outcome joy, fulfillment from going through that process? If this just sounds like, you know, turning things on its head for positive thinking, well, you're right. It really is. Because isn't most fear asking the question, what if, and following it by a, a negative statement? right? Asking the phrase, I should say, what if? What if I lose these things I care about? What if it's too hard for me? What if it doesn't turn out well? That's what fear really is. It's asking the phrase, what if, following it by a negative statement. I'm encouraging you to be bold enough to ask, well, what if, and follow it by something positive. What if I gain all these new things? What if I enjoy this process? What if I finally get what I always wanted and I get to enjoy it? and to stew on those things, because most fear is just stewing on the negative. Why can't we choose to turn that? Now, I know you know this, but I've told you at the outset of the top 2% is I'm hoping that maybe some of these things become more common practice in your life, but you also start to use these things to influence the people that surround you, your kids, your spouse, your team members. Is there somebody in your life who might need to hear those three designations, might need to think differently? I hope there is and I hope you help them. All right, my friend. I hope that you enjoyed that best of episode. Was that inspiring? Were you fired up? Did you love it? If you did, make sure you do me a favor. Go out on social media somewhere and share that episode. You know, just go out, post it somewhere, post yourself listening to it. Make sure you hashtag The Brendan Show because when you do that, I can look you up and we can find you on Instagram and post that on the social media. And sometimes we do all expense paid trips to people we find. We just randomly select people. We send them gifts, autograph books, swag, t-shirts, all expense paid trips to some of my seminars. So make sure you, you let us know. Share what you thought about this episode out there on the social media worlds and then we can find you and celebrate you and also i would love to invite you to join us in our high performance monthly program so just go to brendan.com 
forward slash monthly. That's brendan.com forward slash monthly. That's where we do deeper dive trainings like you just heard, but we do that every single month. And there's some live Q&A there and I do some giveaways and we give students in that monthly program tickets to my seminars and some extra special training on leadership. So make sure to check it out at brendan.com forward slash monthly. I appreciate you being part of this community of so many people dedicated to finding that deeper drive of motivation and practicing high performance habits so that they can become extraordinary in their careers, in your personal life, in your health. You can live an extraordinary quality of life. And sometimes you just need a little bit more training and a little bit more nudge, a little bit more energy, a little bit more drive and consistency. And I'm hoping that being part of this community with The Brendan Show, I'm providing that to you in some way. So thank you, my friend, for listening. I look forward to seeing you or listening with you on the next episode of The B-R-E-N-D-O-N Show. Hey, I wanted to hop in here and share with you my love for community.com. Every major celebrity uses this. U.S. presidents use this. The biggest companies in the world use this. They give you a 10-digit phone number, but it's kind of like having an inbox for your texting. You can segment it to people um, and they can reply back. And it's just really cool because you can also send video and you can send audio. And it's so beautiful of a design that it's really easy to figure out. You know, I don't like all those other systems that send out like some weird little code that you just know is like a promotion. The reason they called it community.com is because they really believe you have to have a text community in the modern area. Texting adds a whole other level. People open up their texts way more. It's way more, you know, effective as a promotional vehicle. And it's something that I deeply, deeply believe in. In fact, I invested in them and I've advised the senior team. I'm telling you what, my audience loves it. It's increased the engagement across everything I do. And you can get a free demo when you go to community.com. Just like it sounds, community.com. Check it out. Hey, are you on my text list? Did you know if you're in the US, you can text me at 1-503-212-6125. I actually have that text number on my Instagram account bio as well, if you want to go check it out. It's just 503-212-6125. Literally just text me and say, hey, Brandon, or text me and say anything you want to say. If you want me to see it, just text me there. It's 503-212-6125. And it's my exclusive text list. And if you're not on it, it's where I share some of my most popular episodes. Or if I drop a new YouTube, I send it your way. Or if I have some kind of free thing going on the internet, I give that exclusive link out to that group. So just go there and text me, 
503-212-6125. It's kind of cool. It's back and forth. This is my community text number. So tons of my community share, you know, insights about what they're learning from me or just want to chat back and forth. And I'm in there. My team's in there. We really just try to engage you on a different platform. It's super fun. And again, anytime I have something special going out, this is the first group to know about it. So just go text me at 503-212-6125. Hey gang, it's Brendan. I'm going to change gears real quick and talk about another show here on the Growth Day Podcast Network, Lori Harder. Her show is called Earn Your Happy. This is a monster podcast if you've never heard of it before. Earn Your Happy is all about Lori talking with people and sharing her own journey of being an entrepreneur and trying to find happiness in life. And I love her phrase, earn your happy. You know, if you've ever heard me tell my car accident story, I felt like at that moment, I got life's golden ticket, that second chance, but I also felt like this, this feeling that I had to earn it, to earn that second chance. So when I got to know Lori, and she told me her show was called Earn Your Happy. I was like, ah, oh, it's one of my favorite words in the English language. Earn. To earn the gifts we've been given. To earn the life that we want. To work for it. To strive for it. I just love it. And Lori is like listening to her episodes. I told her the other day, I was like, it's kind of like listening to a best friend talk about, you know, their ambitions and what they're trying to do. And she's such a great interviewer as well, by the way, that I think you're gonna get new perspectives about life. You'll laugh a lot, you'll be motivated, and you'll learn from somebody who's out there actually doing the work, building a great business and life and family. Go subscribe to Lori Harder's podcast. It's called Earn Your Happy. You can subscribe anywhere you're listening, including right now on this platform. So please go subscribe to Lori Harder's Earn Your Happy podcast.